0: This is Cam Slater, and you're listening to Dirty Politics. Welcome back to Dirty Politics. In this episode, I want to discuss which left-wing commentators I respect. Now it's a short list, but I'll explain over a series of podcasts why each one should be respected and why I always read what they have to say. Now many people in politics are excessively tribal. We see this in the comments on my own blog. I've been tribal in the past, so I'm as guilty of it as anybody. Some years back though, I decided to become less partisan and focus on policies rather than teams and to build a report across the political spectrum. You might like to know that I made the decision long before Dirty Politics came out, which is why I was disgusted that Nikki Hager produced such a slanted view. Suffice to say, I have a network of contacts across all political parties, including National, ACT, Labour, New Zealand First and the Greens. I've also tried to build a rapport with quite a few backroom operators to some success. This helps avoid an echo chamber or beltway view of politics. It pays to know how opponents think and act so that you can assess accurately what is going on. This is the same reason I read and watch left-wing commentators and vlogs. Take the standard for example. Now almost all of their writers are activists in one guise or or another. Mostly they are political retards, and when they discuss what they think may be happening inside the National Party, what they're actually doing is revealing how things operate inside the Labour Party, and they are projecting those behaviours onto the National Party. It's hilarious. Essentially, I'm a people watcher, both in real and in political life. Watching these Muppets operate gives me an insight into how stuffed the Labour Party is. That's why I listen to and why I read whatever three left-wing commentators have to say. Those three people are Phil Quinn, Josie Pagani and Chris Trotter. I respect them, I get on with all three at a personal level and even though we disagree on politics, we manage to have some pretty reasonable policy discussions. The thing is, we may be tribal, but we're adult enough to know information can be imparted if we remain civil with each other. I'm now going to explain to you why I respect Chris Trotter and why the left-wing love to hate on him. Now, I've been reading Chris Trotter's columns for years. He was the only reason I used to buy the Dominion Post when I lived in Wellington. Oh, that and for the crossword. Chris and I are never going to agree on politics, though I do take some pride in every time I appear with him on radio or television that I get him to say that he agrees with me. It's a little game I play, And I think I'm ahead of the game. That said, there is much that I do agree with Chris Trotter on. Usually the way he is unafraid to call out stupid left-wing policies and ideas. That's the thing. Chris Trotter is not at all sycophantic when it comes to politics. If Labour does something dumb, he tells them. In his columns, on air, on television, whenever he's asked for an opinion. He can be brutal at times, and he can also go all whimsical, hankering after the 1950s and the old cloth-capped socialism. But Chris is true to himself, and he's true to his beliefs. It's not for him to toe the party line. If something's dopey, he'll say it. Over the weekend, he did just that. He called out Labour's dopey election video and compared it to national's. For his efforts, he was attacked mercilessly on Facebook and Twitter and called a Tory amongst other things. Now anyone who knows Chris Trotter will know he ain't no Tory. He was simply passing judgement, that is what he is paid to do after all. And Labour's inept campaign ad, one that I mocked by dubbing over Who Are You from The Who, is a case in point. People do the same to me. When I criticise National they cry rivers of tears. Apparently, I'm supposed to be a sycophantic blue team cheerleader. That ain't ever going to happen again. Like Chris, just because I criticise something doesn't make me a member of the other team. I suspect that, like me, Chris Trotter no longer has a team. Rather, a set of policies and personal beliefs that he'd love to see implemented, no matter the team that implemented them. This is why I respect Chris Trotter. He calls things as he sees them unafraid of upsetting some party boss. That, and he's a good bastard to have a chin wag with over a glass of wine or beer. In coming episodes, I'll discuss other left-wing commentators you should listen to and read. Thanks for checking in. This was Cam Slater, and you've been listening to Dirty Politics.